guys, Panda here. You've probably noticed that there haven't been very many episodes lately, and I assure you that I am probably just as, if not more, disappointed in that than you are as a listener. And I kind of just wanted to apologize. Podcast editing and making is a pretty cushy gig, all things considered, but on top of a day job, uh, I don't always have the time to dedicate to editing episodes to their completion. And that is also in addition to some mental health issues that I've been going through. I I don't really want to get into that very much because, you know, it's kind of personal, but I feel like you guys are owed an explanation. And again, I just wanted to say that I'm sorry. And uh, I've got quite a few episodes backlogged that I will be editing and putting out over the next few weeks. So if anything seems kind of dated in terms of things that we are talking about, if it's uh, anything that was currently going on at the time, that's why. That's really it. Uh, I just, again, I appreciate that you guys uh, stick with us, even through these little hiatuses that we occasionally go through. Those of you who've been listening for a while, this is not really much of a surprise to you, I can imagine. But thank you so much for listening always. These episodes would not happen without you, guaranteed. I would not still be doing this three years later if it not were for the support of you guys. I love you dearly, and I hope you enjoy the stuff that we're going to be putting out. Thanks. And welcome to Imagine Me and Utena, a revolutionary girl Utena podcast. I'm Panda, I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host Alice. How you doing, Alice? I'm doing okay. Today we're here to talk about After the Revolution, Chapter 1, Part 1? It doesn't have a subtitle, unlike the other two, so it's just called After the Revolution, and uh, it's the Toga and Sayoji chapter. So uh, continuing with our trend of having Shiori and jury experts, Doc and Abby, on the previous ex- episode, I have brought back our Toga expert. I'm going to just declare that you are our Toga expert and I will face Yasha's wrath later. Janae, you were on our Toga episode and now you are here with us to talk about this manga. How are you? I I am. I'm doing great, and I think, uh, Yasha, we're, we're pretty comfortable sharing that, uh, that pile of garbage, so I feel like there won't be any, uh, any animosity here. There's plenty of garbage to go around. You know, plenty. So, this is Chiyo Saito's After the Revolution manga that was a, uh, a release for the 20th anniversary, and I kind of have a question about this manga we have previously discussed that it kind of takes place in a sort of amalgam continuity with both the manga and series as influences do we also include the movie in this 
because there are things that are uh heavily reminiscent of the movie a little bit like it's all just it's all just in there like especially just anything with continuity and utina with them like fitting together it's just like no just don't even try yeah i think it's probably best to see sort of a amalgamation of all the various um canonicities i think that that's a really like we can debate the quality of the after the revolution chapters and by that i mean like you know how does any have any of our guests like them so far i forget i mean most people don't like them really <laughs> just sort of i wasn't I mean, gonna I, say that i mean look it's not bad like there are parts of it i like them parts i'm like uh, i don't really agree with that but okay like see that's the thing about after the revolution is i didn't even like dislike the last chapter either i just i think some of the characterization is a little weird and i don't know if i necessarily agree with like the direction that saito wanted to take the characters in but i think we can you know pretty universally agree that the art is delicious Saito goodness and it is very even in you know even in these chapters that we aren't necessarily as big fans of there are plenty of pages that are just visually stunning to look at and part of that kind of I would be reading this and I'd be like damn it Saito (laughs) like I I'm not even sure I like what's happening but you make it so damn pretty yeah, she she's she's an artist. I mean, I don't think anyone can uh gain can take that away from her. It's like going back in time to like the beginnings of Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got that uh that Saito's so good at that like classic shojo art style and I mean, it's kind of the time for shojo has like a classic shojo has kind of come and passed, but I do miss it a little bit aesthetically. <laughs> You say that, but did it really leave, or did it just become something new? It's metamorphosed. Because, like, I, I mean, I kind of argue that a lot of that, like, that style didn't die so much as it became several different styles. Yeah, that are all really, really obviously pointing back to a single sort of origin. You can definitely see a lot of influence of classic shojo style and a lot of modern styles. A lot of the off-the-beaten-path manga that I've read recently, I'll look at a page and just think to myself, yeah, this person read Sailor Moon. I feel like you've probably read a lot more manga, like contemporary manga, than I have also, so that probably helps. Uh, There are two styles of of indie off-the-beaten-path manga. There is this person read Sailor Moon and also (laughs) Chibi Vampire at some point, or this person definitely has a (laughs) webcam. You just emotionally sent me back ten years with the mention of Chibi Vampire. Look, Chibi Vampire is good. We're actually we're actually going to pivot into Chibi Vampire. <laughs> this is Chibi Vampire podcast now. Imagine me and Chibi actually, Vampire. Real talk, I actually would do a podcast about Chibi Vampire because I've only it. actually read like two volumes of Chibi Vampire, but I remember distinctly reading it when I was in like eighth grade, ninth grade. Okay, at the risk of, like, this being a tangent, <laughs> it'll be very short, Look, I will say- We've already established that I don't care about tangents. <laughs> the the manga is very good, and the anime is the one of the weirdest anime adaptations I have ever seen. Okay, I didn't actually know that they, they made just a chibi vampire cut, anime. 
It's called it's called oh, carrot, that thing. and they cut off half of the manga, and they change it to something very different, and somehow manage to make it worse while also making it funnier, and also putting in some of the dumbest jokes I've ever seen in an anime, and that's not necessarily a good thing, but it's well. Karen was the name of the the series originally, is what Wikipedia is telling me. Yeah. It was. They changed the name when they came, when they when they uh, brought it over here. Fun fact: I've been doing a little bit of uh, Japanese on Duolingo. Yay! And I... <laughs> what? Me too. Oh, we gotta be Duolingo Wait, buddies. Are... But then I would have to. I would have to Duolingo again. Yes. And I can read the the hiragana for Karen <laughs> right here. I can tell that. I mean, like obviously it says Karen next to it, but like I recognize those. I'm coasting by so much in Duolingo from my old Japanese class in college. <laughs> like, that's the only reason I'm so far ahead. I was just like, oh, I remember Oh, this. Janae, we also gotta be buds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I might have uh, messaged you on Twitter when my name was on there. Oh, maybe you did and I just probably didn't notice because I'm also I'm bad at the internet and podcasting. <laughs> that's what we've learned tonight. Uh, okay, oh. so <laughs> we need to actually talk about... <laughs> this manga probably and not chibi vampire okay so toga and seonji are art dealers apparently which they're art boys which which toga yes a thousand percent see him doing this but i i don't i mean i don't i'm not like a huge seonji stan but i don't know if i see him as almost a little bit like it's pretentious enough but like i feel like seonji in some ways might be too good for this (laughs) He's doing it because Toga's probably, doing it. Probably, probably. Yeah. It just seems like he would become like like disillusioned with it because that's that's something he could actually be. Whereas Toga can't get disillusioned with anything. That's that sail that ship has sailed. Yeah, that's kind of fair because like, I mean, I can a hundred percent see Toga doing it because anyone who knows anything about the high art world knows that a significant portion of it is kind of. A lot of the people who make up the art world, the art dealers themselves, I mean, not to quote Adam, Adam ruins everything, but the art world is kind of a yeah, scam. Yeah, it's, it's a giant scam. It's all, it's, it's entirely who you know and schmoozing and like, how can I launder the most of this rich people's money? Like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of display of power and you are dealing with people who that's their main motivation. And I, for one, support the taking of money from the rich. Right. But yeah, like Toga doing that, 100% yeah, see. It is definitely a thing that he would do because it's all about, I I am sort of like, I am in running circles around these rooms. I can, I can The world is sort of an oyster for me. But Seoji has this weird thing where like when he was in school, he was obsessed with like a lot of like overly traditional, like super, super traditional Japanese things. He like likes the aesthetic. The man like goes to an actual tea yeah, house. But like, even so, like you know, even if you're like you know, he maybe he grows out of that. Who knows? But like he has this core of like no, you know what? Nah, this isn't this isn't um its original. This isn't doing what it's supposed to be doing. Like he still has that like belief in the 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 world shouldn't be this way instead of doors toga is just like oh no no oh, what? i'm agreeing with shit. you like what <laughs> you're an idiot like yeah i'm i'm, I'm yeah. agreeing with you i think that like his attachment to actual like an actual aesthetic attachment to stuff would make working in that world more difficult for him even if he worked it a while, it wouldn't be for yeah, like, I, I would i wouldn't say like he i could definitely see him getting into it because toga 
But, like, I feel like he probably hates it, like, the entire fucking time. Would it be Sionji doing something if it didn't make him miserable? Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could see, like, just him nonstop, like, every moment he is not working. Probably also, also when he is working, just slightly out of ear range of the clients, just bitching the entire time. You know what I love about the fact that Seonji is in this Saito manga is that we get a lot of glorious, fluffy Seonji hair. Seonji, I, I, I do appreciate his hair a lot. And we see that on the second page where Toga and Seonji run into each other after having both been in... I guess that was an art auction that they were in on page yeah, one? Yeah, I guess. That's, that's what that looks like, right? They've run into each other and they're being catty because that's what they do. I think it's really interesting. I think that's something that's really interesting that I don't... See, this is the main thing I don't really agree with about this manga is that... And I see why it did this to a certain degree, but it seems to have this idea that, oh, since the revolution, <laughs> nothing actually changed with these two, like... They're completely exactly the same as they always were. And completely. I you said to me that you didn't read either of the other chapters. Nope, I didn't. But that's sort of a I, I mean, we haven't done the Miki and uh Kozue chapter yet, but that seems to be sort of a running theme is that like it doesn't feel like these characters have actually progressed very much past yeah. Where and they like, were you know when the I series can, was ending. Totally, you know, I can totally buy Toga still just being a big old fucking whore. Like, I can totally, totally buy that. But, like, there's something a little bit further on that is just, like, that would be just... If he would have changed at all, if just for this one thing, it would be this. So this proves he has literally not changed a, f a fucking iota. And that's uh, that's what kind of bugs me a little bit. But it's there's some things I like in that, but that's one of the things I'm like, mm, this presumes that literally the whole revolution kind of didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's mega weird. It's mega weird. Sayonji and Toga have run into each other and they're being catty and... There's a funny bit I, that I like where Toga says something about the girl that's with him not knowing <laughs> Japanese. And she's like, uh, yes, yeah, I do. Like, ah, yeah, this bitch doesn't know Japanese. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Which is the ultimate not giving a damn. Yeah. I mean, it's very it, Toga. Yeah, it is. It is. We see Toga in his office. Uh, I guess he's on like a video call is Probably the impression that I get. Yeah. <laughs> giving a video call saying yeah. he's gonna give triple or double the raid, of course. Yeah, if you look up, look at Sayonji's hand that <laughs> oh is Oh my god, on you're right. The... <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> that is okay, I have to see this. <laughs> okay, hold on. I will actually, I can link you specifically to the page. It's I'm gonna put it yeah, in the Yeah, the specific, chat. like, photo of him where he's looking all pissy. <laughs> Please look at just the <laughs> panel of Sionji and look at the hand that he has that's outstretched, kind of, or not outstretched, but, like, that's not, like, cupping the bottom of the painting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so big! How does he manage to look simultaneously like a Sailor Moon character? Pissy, while also but also looking... he has princess hair. <laughs> He's so mad, but his hair is so flowy and gorgeous. That's what I mean about loving Saito and the Sayonji <laughs> hair. But Alex, what were you going to say? 
he like with with it with the coat and with his hair and shit like he looks like he's from the cover of like a really old final fantasy game i can see that definitely like, uh. like the second one maybe either that or like Gio saito trying to do bloodborne fan art one or the other <laughs> on the next page uh toga has received an email or the morning mail it's something that is telling him that uh the basement discovered in a tory academy chairman's tower has several art pieces and furnishings and there's the question of was the ex-chairman illegally amassing wealth and uh la 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 to you who desires revolution come to the academy get some nice uh close-ups of togo looking fraught yes some some very good close-ups on toga being distressed which i always enjoy when toga's in distress so <laughs> you can just enjoy that we get a shot of uh, otori academy which shows that there are like there's like housing and stuff that's kind of outside otori like down a hill i think that's just the town because remember there's, there's a town yeah, there's like a town. Yeah, I guess that's what that is. But it's weird to see something else in the frame it with well, it's, Otori. It's, it's, it's dis, you know? Because Otori is obviously purgatory. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently yeah, there's been significant progress in seizing and appraising the art within Otori Academy for taxation purposes. Satoga has no time to waste and even though it's uh, authorized personnel only, Toga manages to sneak his way in after hours, and he runs into, wouldn't surprise, you surprise. know it, Sayonji, who is also doing the exact same thing. And uh, they came in through the same package passageway, apparently. Yeah, that they all that all the uh, that all the student council members know about. They apparently both received the letter. They're looking around. They're like, oh, God, you're here. I guess, look, <laughs> I'll, look I'll look way over here. You look way over here. Hopefully we can commit crimes totally apart from each other and ignore each other. <laughs> you know, they're being big babies about it. It's adorable. It wouldn't be Tosai if they weren't. Oh. So they agree to call a truce for now because the search for the revolution takes priority first and foremost. And apparently the revolution is a legendary masterpiece from the former chairman, of also a famous whoa, artist. Whoa, heavy, heavy air quotes on masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, apparently the chairman was an artist and Janae, you have opinions about whether or not Akio <laughs> would have been an artist. So, we this is where the this is like possibly the only time that I have a, a strong opinion about Akio, and that I just don't <laughs> defer to Gio. Be like, yeah, Gio, just whatever she says. That's yeah, sure. But that I, I remember we've talked about this before, where uh, Gio was like. Psh, Akio is an artist. He couldn't make anything, you know, good. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you're right. But like, that's totally separate act idea from would he be successful in the art world 
And that is a big fat yes. I absolutely because agree. All, yeah, because the art will really, like, you need to make something that you can, you need to make something that you can market to rich people and, like, have the connections to rich people in order to get them to launder their money through you. That's, that's all, like, every now and again you get, like, you know, the Picasso that you're gonna see you know, still sold generations until now, but, like, this guy, I mean, this is mostly just, like, oh, this artist guy that was, like, kind of a little bit well-known, I guess, but then he killed himself, and now his, so his stuff is, like, super valuable now, like, I mean, that's, it's mostly that he killed himself, really, that just, that's just, like, you know, scandal or whatever. Honestly, like, that, that's happened before, it's a thing that happens quite a few times, like, it's the most believable part of this. Yeah, like, really, I could totally see him, like, being kind of a, you know, middling, like, he, he, you know, getting some stuff sold here or there, doing it kind of more on the side, and then he dies, and he's he was already just a charismatic and probably slept with half the people <laughs> in the art world. And so they're like, oh god, Akio's dead, oh my god, and they just buy everything. I believe I, I've that. I've seen a thousand percent. Look, I'm not saying that Akio is... Uh, we know that Akio will be an artist that people want to buy because he's basically just like, what if Picasso had hair? <laughs> well, he's, he, I mean, like, yeah, his, his, he's not one of the works that's going to be like, you know, taught in school ever or like, it's going to last more than a generation. I've also But wondered... will he be sold? Yes. A thousand times. Yes. yes. Definitely. Well, I mean... The the movie, which this kind of takes a modicum of inspiration from, yeah. does posit the idea of Akio as an artist. And that, it, like, this talks about, like, the chairman committed suicide, and that's what Akio did in the movie, which is, this was where I started to wonder where the movie played in all of this. Because, I mean, that's obviously from, like, that's from the movie. Yeah, the answer is, uh, it is the same continuity, but it's also not, so shut up. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, don't think about it too much, shut up, like. That's the answer to everything, Utena, is just don't think about it too much. And then Gio and Yasha proceeded to think about it for 20 years. <laughs> I mean, that was their first mistake, really. <laughs> 20 years ago, right after we left the academy, the chairman committed suicide. I just thought it was funny that I looked at that speech bubble right after I mentioned them fixating on Utena for 20 years. Uh, Yeah, the paintings, they jumped sharply in value, like I said, of course, because that's that's you know scandal and all that so and but the revolution well, now he can't make any more paintings so now yeah, the, yeah so they're rarer yeah. and also you know just that air of tragedy uh-huh. you know it, it's all very very perfect but like the revolution so they're talking they're saying the it's a portrait of his younger sister his most famous masterpiece it was put up for auction sold at a very high price but before the winning bidder could receive it it unexpectedly just vanished. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. And uh, apparently no pictures of it remain, even on the web. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> oh god, we're so old! Supposedly, there's... The letters that Sayonji and Toga received indicate that the revolution is here. 
And so now they're looking around and Toga finds a picture of Dios and Anthe and it's honestly the picture's kind of cute outside of context. <laughs> yeah, yeah, heavily outside of context, yeah. <laughs> and uh they say who are these people and they hear a voice that says they would be my younger sister and me. Who could it possibly be? I actually really like this page, the next page that has Akio's uh, arrival onto the scene. Oh, yeah. It's it's very well composed. It's got Akio sort of in the center with like lots of smoke and lights and oh, it, it just looks very good. And it does have his, like, entrance mojo down from the series. Absolutely. Like, transformed into manga form, which, it can be a little difficult. It, uh, it is very reminiscent of the the sequences in, uh, is it the Akiotori arc or the Apocalypse arc, where they're like, the hear the sound of at the end of the world. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it's it captures that, it, that energy perfectly, and it is... The former chairman of this academy, Otori Akio. I thought you died. <laughs> they thought that he died, and uh, he is dead, but he is a ghost. I think it's <laughs> I am a ghost. I think it's fun that he just comes right out and says, "I am a ghost." It's it's a lot more direct than you would ever expect from Akio, for sure. Yeah, but isn't refreshing. It kind of reminds me of, like, Hamlet being visited by his dad's ghost in the beginning of Hamlet. He's just like, shut up, Hamlet, I'm a ghost. Now listen. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Uh, So someone is targeting the revolution and Akio won't hand it over to just anyone. So he wants he has a he has a request for them, which immediately a- anytime Akio Tori has a request for you, you should go in the opposite direction. <laughs> Akio wants them to protect the revolution. I like in the next panel, Sandra's just just like the ghost wants a favor. <laughs> yeah, it's just... really good, and apparently <laughs> Akio doesn't know where it is. So they have to find it, I guess. If they grant Ghost Akio's desire, he will bequeath every single art piece here unto the two of them. And uh, there's like a will. <laughs> yeah, this this wackiness. Uh, he wrote a will 20 years ago for it. Nobody's found it. And uh, he could just like sign it right now, I guess, as a ghost. I don't know. Can ghosts pick up pens to sign legal yeah. documents? <laughs> it's a Tory, whatever. You said that we wouldn't talk about Faust, but here you are. <laughs> making, me talk, <laughs> making me talk about a thing wherein a beastly, devilish sort of thing prompts unwitting fools to sign contracts. You know... <laughs> I said we weren't going to talk about Faust, but you're correct. (laughs) Shit. So yeah, there he's just like, hey, how about it? I can make a copy for you too. Uh, uh, Who You need to find out who's targeting the revolution. And then... And then... A sword. This scene is so... I didn't actually really 100% get what this was... What was supposed to be happening. And then... A sword flies in out of nowhere, I guess... The sword and of just Dios. impales him. The sword of yeah, specifically the you sword can of Dios. You see the little rose pommel on the end. And then he just like dissipates because I guess that was that was the 
That's how you get rid of Akio Ghost. And, uh, they're like, where the fuck did that sword come from? There's not anybody else here. And they see the rose pommel. Little do you know. I feel like I've seen it somewhere before. And then we get our lightning strike. That is also something that we saw in the other chapter that we read, the Jury and Shiori one. And that means that uh, Utena trickery is afoot. We are now in a hospital and Toga and Sayonji are babies again. Not baby babies. babies. They're just small children. Like from the episode where they find her in the coffin. Hmm. I find it interesting that they could have, she could have just made young Sayonji and Toga, but no, they have the same awful clothing that they had in the series as well. (laughs) Why did you do that? You could have made it better. It was terrible, weird, mismatched 90s wear. (laughs) Like, Sayonji has long sleeves, and yet he's wearing shorts and long, like, socks? Like, it makes no sense. And I don't know why she decided to go back to it and not just, like, turn them out as they should have been to begin with. I don't know. But anyway. Long (laughs) sleeves and shorts can be a look. I just don't think it's this one. I mean, it makes me think, I mean, it just lends credence to my theory that uh, Sayonji's mother was neglectful. That's, that's all I'm going to say. She's like, yeah, just, just put on whatever. I don't care. I can see it. They're in the hospital and uh, this briefly becomes a horror movie because uh, apparently everyone's dead. Everyone, specifically everyone's parents are dead. Like, you see no, nothing but children around here. And then Toga, uh, speaking for me in this instance, where's Naname? Where's Naname? I want to know, where is my wife? He wants to know where his sister is. Where is my wife, Naname Kiryu? She's not here. Which is, is pretty sweet, and it, it's rare. It, we, it, it's kind of... Shiho went with a different, um, th- there's some differences with this and the original one. Not just that it seems like everyone's parents are dead, including, I guess, Sayonji's, but that he's, it seems like, I, my, I'm really positing that in this universe, the abuse hasn't happened yet because he's not fucked up as a child like he was in the series. In the series, he looks, you know, he, he just looks... He's just like, yeah, whatever, a bunch of people died, I don't even care. And he's like not, he's not concerned for anybody, but this one, he's, he's concerned for his sister. Like, he's much more like a regular kid. Yeah, like, they, they have the same look as in the episode where they find Utena in the coffin, but there is a marked difference in Toga's behavior. Like, he acts like a sociopath in the episode and in this he actually acts like a a human boy <laughs> yeah i remember like whenever i watched the the first time even when i was pretty young and the more i watch it the, the more i'm just like yeah no i was right where it was just like I, that was really seeing him as a child was the thing that made me like mm, wow no something super not right here because this is a child who is dead inside. Yeah, uh, and this is not a dead inside child at all. Yeah, he's like showing concern to other uh, children, which, I mean, you could say that he's just like being, you know, weirdly chivalrous and precocious about it. But like, it's still like, he's at the very least, 
he is concerned for Nanami. Yeah. And he really doesn't have to be. He really wouldn't have had to be. Like in the original where it was just, oh, a bunch of people died. Whatever. It is very sad to me that Saito mentions Nanami but still won't. Yeah. Still won't yeah. bring we her We still in. don't actually get Nanami Please draw my wife, Chiba Saito. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she did draw her, but she was a picture. Yeah, well, that was yeah. It. That doesn't count. Technically. Technically. So, like, I'm still confused. Like, why are all the kids and or people dead or something? Was there I a mean, great disease? I, was there an apocalyptic Terrorist event? attack. Terrorist attack. Were they in the, like, what, what, what happened? It, I mean, it's... It doesn't really say. Uh, it's very shoujo and just like, oh, just convenient bad thing. I don't know. Some people Yeah, died. like, they don't really even say why the parents are dead. And then, like... Sayonji also mentions that a ton of kids are dead too, and it's a miracle that they're alive. Yeah, but you really don't see like any parents at all. Oh it's, no, not at all. It it feel at least like there's probably some that are alive somewhere, but it, it feels like you're with just orphans and nothing but orphans. Toga's still looking for Naname, and Sayonji hears a bell, then sees which I got hopeful at first, but uh, not a cowbell, I guess. Uh, then he sees rose petals, and uh, Toga sees the rose petals and goes out the room. And this is very similar to the. This is a similar. There's a similar sequence in the Jury Shiori manga where uh, the, someone goes out of a hospital room and immediately into the church where utana <laughs> is in a coffin and there's really uh, this i mean like in some ways it's nice but in some ways i'm like man this makes no sense they're immediately in a church coffin and but also coffins we're in a funeral home i what well because like what they are experiencing now is clearly not like capital H happening in the real world, so to speak. True, but, like, this is clearly, like, calling back yes. to an event that did happen to them, so, like, and especially since it ha- like, especially since it definitely happened in the series that, like, Toga and Sayonji ran across a coffin with Utena, mm-hmm. then, like, you're like, wait, what was the actual time framing of this? Like, how did this actually It doesn't make out? any sense. It's it's very weird because they just sort of randomly stumble across her in the anime, don't they? Well, yeah, yeah. it's ra- They're just like going by a church, and there was an accident or something nearby, and so we're just like, ah, oh, let's go check out this weird church. And yeah, there's some coffins in it. Like I'm like that that makes some sense. They're just kids, you know, messing around, yeah. just exploring stuff. Whereas this is all like in the same building, I guess. It's it's odd. It's sort of more like in a dream when like one location leads to another and it doesn't really make any sense, but because it's dream yeah. logic it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, this this manga is very much runs on dream logic. Yes, because they do find Utena again in the coffin, little babby Utena, and uh she's being all emo in the coffin and like, why are you the only person in a coffin? And she talks about how a lot of people died, and it happened so fast. Everyone was swallowed up and went away. And why am I the only one alive? Living on makes me sick. Very sad. Yeah, and Toga's like, just like, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Life is so unreliable. 
<laughs> he's like, yeah, no, fair. It's fair. But then she also like turn kind of turns around on it, like on a on a on a dime. Yeah. And she's like, but I decided I'm gonna live. JK, I decided I'm going to live. <laughs> I mustn't die because I saw her. She's supporting the world all alone. Uh, this Utsuna sitting here in the coffin in this bottom panel looks kind of weird, but I kind of like the art also, in a way. Yeah. It, I, I mean, the, the except art's for that, that hand, which is kind of weird. The art's yes. always going to be good, though. Yeah. yeah. We see yeah. a flash of Anthe with, like, all the swords of hate in her, metaphorically, and Utsuna's going to become a prince to save her. She's going to revolutionize the world. Sayonji tells Toga to look up, and they see the castle. This page looks really dope. It's got Super cool. uh, the castle at the top, and they say that the castle's falling. Oh. <laughs> Much like Alice's microphone. F. <laughs> press F to pay respects. Spam F in the chat. <laughs> so, like, I guess this is... Uh, I mean, I want to say, like, I guess in this version that, like, she remembers a little bit more, but also... Who really knows? Because this, again, seems like it's going off a of dream logic and continuity is for the weak. I so I don't really know. think in this, because we'll get into this more uh, as we get into, get a couple pages down, but it is my thought that Utena is less of Utena in this and more like a vessel the for the power of, of Dios. Yeah. And yeah. You kind of get, uh, at least I have gotten that impression in these two chapters that I've read, because she doesn't really act like herself. She kind of acts like in Sailor Moon when, like, things are, like, really dire. She has to, like, sort of get the power of the silver crystal or whatever, and she doesn't really act like herself. She acts like the all-powerful messiah of the world or whatever. And this kind of, Utena has that same energy where she's not really being the goofy, silly, stupid Utena that we're used to. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Toga and Seonji wake up. They were on the floor, and that was a weird dream about a castle falling down. Man, which, like, man, does that didn't really uh, stir some memories there? But all right, <laughs> maybe just a little bit, just a little yeah, bit. Like, come on, man! Like you were like you had the same dream. Come on. Yeah, they're like, what the uh, fuck? We, well, we had the yeah, same dream. Can that actually happen? And now they're like, we definitely did meet that girl that one day. But why did we dream about it? And Toga's phone rings. He says, oh, that's my ringtone. Which <laughs> I, wa I want you all to guess what you think his ringtone is. Oh, Ooh, boy. What, what his is ringtone Toga's be? ringtone? <laughs> did Do Toga bother to change it from whatever the, like, like, the default one is? Okay, that's a good question. Because whether or not he might be just be like, mm, I'm, I'm too cool for that. He's just like that. Might be he, him being aloof. That's a good point. No, That's what a if instead of just well. so much, he's not cool enough for it. What if he turns it on his head and is like, by not picking one, he's proven that he's sort of like too good for it. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's it's like a conscious decision to make sure that you know that he has the like boring ass. Yeah, it's conscious. Tone. He wants everyone to know he doesn't care. The ultimate hipster hip yeah, hipster flex. It flex. It's either that or it would be something to just totally flex on everybody. 
Definitely. Some really obscure, like, classical thing that you'd be like, mm, oh, you haven't heard of it. Mm. Oh, yeah, I can like, definitely it's... see Togo with some sort of classical music as his ringtone. <laughs> I definitely had that ringtone when I was in, like, middle school. It's it's something, yeah, it's either gonna be, it's, yeah, it's either gonna be de- the default of defaults, or it's gonna be something really, really pretentious that he can use to flex on other people. Absolutely. Apparently, uh, when Toga answers his phone, he was talking to the artist. Is that rhyme? Remake? I can't mm-hmm. read. Yeah, I, gu- I guess if we're... It's, it depends on whether we're assuming it's a Japanese artist or if it's... It doesn't English really even matter name, because... Which it doesn't. Yeah, honestly, whatever. this is the only time we ever see the name, but... Let's just call him the pedophile, like, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Let's just call the artist the pedophile. Like, he has no other characteristics other than he's an artist piece of shit. He's basically Roman Polanski. Like, they're doing this whole thing where, like, you know, Toga is dealing with basically Roman Polanski. And Sanji's like, this is a big problem. Why are you, like, distributing his art and doing all of this? And see, this is the big thing where i'm like okay then toga would have not moved on one iota because if the one thing that i that you would have to say like okay he would have at least gotten better about this is he would have at least like kind of internally acknowledged like "Mm, okay the things that happened to me that were bad those were bad and traumatic and i should probably at least like try to move towards not doing the actions that you know fit in with how good he's gonna be at it sure but like i don't think he would legit like oh yeah what's wrong with you i'm totally gonna like sell the work of a of known pedophile i feel like toga pre-revolution would have no yeah. issue with that but yeah. it, it just feels like a setback of his character to have him 100%. be okay with that especially considering that it is basically canon that Togo was also sex trafficked as a child yeah like that that was the problem for me i i guess i'm like okay so if they had framed that argument as Toga saying, yeah, I'm not saying he's a good person, but this art deserves to be out there, then, like, at least you could have sort of, like, read it as an actual argument. But the way that it's worded, it's just, like, that whole thing doesn't matter to him, and it should. Yeah, where it's like, okay, you're still paying him, though. (laughs) Like, you're still paying a dude. Like, this dude is still, like, using the money that you give him to go and rape other boys and like eat food and like live his horror yeah life. like it's yeah. confirmed that he is continuing to do this and by acquiring yeah. the painting while he is alive you are enabling it and that's when it yeah. breaks down it's not like it's a dead guy who like did problematic things a long time ago and is and now he dead do- and it won't he doesn't really it won't like use he doesn't really yeah. go back on that either it's like at the end it seems like he's not gonna do that or he's gonna just consider yeah, it but, like, there's no point at which, like, why would he do it? He has no reason to. I mean, like, obviously yeah. he should, but, like, yeah. he's not given a reason to, like, within the text. In in a way, I kind of get why. Like, I feel like, I feel like this manga, in some ways, Chiyo Saito was like, because we all know about how, like, so many people got fired because of just the little she was able to get in yeah. to the original. So I feel like, especially with this one, she was like, oh, this is the things I wanted to do with, to begin with, but I didn't have the clout. You wouldn't let me do with Toga, so now I'm going to do them, and fuck you. Like, this is really kind of how it feels, even though it doesn't really make sense to do 
it here. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. It was just very much Shio Saito was like, I finally get to do this, yes. When, like, it just, it didn't make sense anymore. Which, I would really be interested in seeing what Saito would do with, like, the main series manga without constraints. Because, like, that could be so interesting. But, like, since this is supposed to take place after the revolution has kind of happened, even though we also get, like... I don't know, Revolution 2, Electric Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Like, for this, I don't know. Electric Boogaloo, given the lightning strike in each of these chapters. God, what what's those names of all the Ebo- uh, of the Evangelion movies where they're all like you cannot uh, two point three <laughs> you cannot yeah. ask or so go or something you cannot revolutionize the world movie I'm like googling it now because this is gonna bother me yeah they're like you cannot undo or you cannot redo you cannot something something. And it's all like, yeah, it's got weird numbers going on. So yeah, one point one, yeah, one point No, that's the director's cut. Three point and then three point three three. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. But I guess those are all. New yeah, when does the now. rebuild series of, of uh, Utena happen? But this time, like with a random extra character. I honestly, <laughs> I would be fascinated by the idea of a rebuild of Utena. Like, even if it was yeah. as bad as rebuild of Evangelion. Like I would still watch it. Yeah, I, I mean we're 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 reading this. Like I own all of the the rebuild of Evangelion on DVD. So like, shrug. I would definitely <laughs> uh, watch End of Utena or End of Utena. That's just the movie rebuild of Utena for sure. Oh yeah, everyone's self insert character can finally exist. Yes, Toga's job is to discover art that will stand the test of time, even if that art's made by a fucking pedophile. And all art springs from that which is forbidden. Toga, I is judge it isn't you. a crime. I mean, <laughs> is anyone out there making like art in the art world who isn't like some kind of flavor of terrible person? Probably I not. Mean, True, but his his argument, what is and isn't a crime, is decided solely and arbitrarily by the morals of society at the time. Okay, listen, in yeah. some situations, yes. Good but things and again, bad things are all the same, you absolute fucking idiot. <laughs> like, I, w- I was sitting there, I was reading that line and thinking to myself, okay, first off, you're an idiot. But then I said there, like, <laughs> can I think of a single artist who succeeded who was not terrible? And... I think Frida Kahlo is the only one I could think of who wasn't, like, an absolute asset. Yeah. And even, she was kind of mean, so, like, it's, <laughs> I can't think of any of them that were just nice people. Artists are not nice people. That's what we've learned today. <laughs> Artists are all terrible people. I mean, like, like I get, and this is so, this is so very much pre-revolution Toga. This is so very much the things she wanted him to say beforehand that just don't like this would be him like he would have to just be like yeah what happened to me was totally fine and it's arbitrary to like you know suggest that it wasn't like no no baby you're an adult now honey you can honey yeah if that's kind of why that would be a little disappointing but also at the same time it now that you've talked about it i do kind of want to see her i would love to see her redo 
Oh, I would pay yeah. I would be, if I were an eccentric millionaire. That's what I would. That's what I would spend my money on. Oh, big same. Honestly, we get to see a Toga Sayonji sword duel scuffle. A scuffle. He calls a money grubbing scum. Which <laughs> I love that. Which where have you been? <laughs> it lands them outside the dueling arena, and they're back in their school uniforms and it was a nice little transition there uh to them being in their school uniforms that's pretty seamless yeah like you kind of don't even notice uh i didn't notice actually until they sort of they mention it in the next page that they're wearing their dueling outfits and their rose and they have no choice but to duel i really (laughs) like this this panel down here where like sayonji is leaping at toga (laughs) I do too. It's very good. He looks really ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. They are <laughs> dueling and Sayonji's like, Did it, what you're doing is wrong that day, didn't we swear an oath to all those dead children? <laughs> Which I guess this means that like, that was... The memories are fully back, I guess. Yeah. And Toka says, life is a thing both unreliable and empty if everything will one day fade to nothing. That I wanted to preserve life in a form of art. As one wrapped up in art, would you deny that too? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, and yeah. of course, the next page I really like Do because not. it has a big speech bubble that says, Rargh! <laughs> uh, and the castle's back. Castle's, castle's back. back. The castle that appeared in the dream is here again. And rose petals. Oh, I really like this page. It's so good. This page of two. I really love that Utsuna is just like like European Jesus. That's what I mean when when I say that I think that Utsuna is just sort of like a vessel for the power of Dios. The way that she comes yeah. down with like the rose petals She's and something. stuff. It's, it's gorgeous. I love it. It's stunning. And I especially love... She comes down and she says you who desire revolution come to the academy and uh she kind of holds out her hand to toga and like her hair is all sort of like billowing in the wind and there's rose petals everywhere and sayonji's kind of standing off to the side a little bit it's kind of funny and toga recognizes her as the girl that they met that day the one that called them there she says that she grants them the power to revolutionize the world and gives Toga a rose crest ring. Which, I mean, I don't know if that's... I mean, it's super cool and a part of me really enjoys it. Although this other sense is like, wait, is she is she kind of Akio now? Like... <laughs> Yeah, Utsuna like, is basically like the prince god now. Or is she just like, is she <laughs> using the master's tools to bring down the master's house? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, that's a that quote is very big for Utsuna as a series. <laughs> it's very big for this manga, I guess. They they wake up again. It was a double dream. Did we have the same dream again? <laughs> okay, that was actually really funny because it was like I, I remember getting that part and thinking to myself, "Is this just Inception. a fiction now? Is this like a bad Inception <laughs> crossover now?" And uh, Toga's crying. Sanji says, "Are you crying?" Oh, and Toga so says, delicious. "Of course not." No, I'm not crying, Sayonji. God. <laughs> it's so, this is, if anything, like, if anything in this manga is like, you know, I don't, there's some stuff I agree with. There's some stuff I'm not, you know, about. This, Toga's delicious tears 
I am 100% about. Thank you, Chio Saito, <laughs> for making my boy cry. His tears are delicious and numbers, and I love them. <laughs> Apparently, there is a crack where the sword is stuck. There's something on the other side. Uh, is this the door? Force it open with the sword. Don't like that. <laughs> Don't like it. No. On my signal, let's join forces. Grant us the power to revolutionize the world. And they bust open the door. And it's the former chairman's bedroom. Bedroom! His chambers. You know, we were going with something so, like, reminiscent of the the early series, of the series, and, like, oh, Utsuna busting open the door to save Anthe, and, like, I guess this is also, but now it's, oh, it's so much grosser. Yeah, it really is. We see the the painting, the revolution. Creepy, creepy Anthe painting. Titty Anthe. Creepy painting of his sister. Like, of course this got big in the art world, I guess. Of course. Yeah, this guy killed himself. He fucked half of us. Also, it's a naked picture of his own sister. God, we need to buy this. The chairman's ghost appears again and says, I can't hand the revolution over to anyone at all. It will remain in my world for eternity. Kel surprise, Akio. Kel surprise. <laughs> uh, I really like this bit. It like visually where like Akio is sort of like striking them down. It looks very cool. Why did you not accept a contract with me? You shall meet the same end as that fool. Sign a contract and become a magical girl. <laughs> Basically. So like, di- so he was ne- he was definitely never gonna hand over them revolution. Nah. He was gonna, but he was gonna give them the re- was he gonna give them the rest of the paintings or was he? Did do we believe he had a third thing where he was just like, nah, we're just gonna fuck y'all. He's probably just gonna fuck him over. It's Akio. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Toga looks at the sword and says, lend me your power to revolution- Or he says, uh, Prince, lend me your power to revolutionize the world. And there's glowing. I just realized that they've kind of called up on that power. Like, it feels like 15,000. Honestly, yeah. It's even a lot more than any other manga stuff that we have read. It feels like they've said, give me the power to revolutionize the world like 15 times. Like, I I get that, you know, yeah, yeah, of course you got to do it at some point. But yeah, especially the the fact that half of them were dreams and that's not real (laughs) kind of fucks that up. Toga lunges, and I guess Akio disappears. I guess, he seems like he, like, spectral explodes or something. Yeah, something like that. Given the art. And Toga's like, I won? He asks Sayonji if he's alright, and kind of helps him out, which I think is nice. He, like, power heals him, I guess? With, like, Magic Dio's power? I guess so. <laughs> they see the revolution again, but instead of just being Anthe, Anthe's not naked. It's and she also she's not naked. Yes, not naked. She's now in the bride dress, and Utana is in the painting as well. And they're like doing the whole cutesy art where they're like almost not quite in that sixty nine position, <laughs> like not not that far, but like. Just like 69 kissy face. Yeah, it's like 69 kissing. Like, I'm trying to describe it in a way that makes it not gross. (laughs) Because we all see it. And it's like, 
Oh, but like, there's no way of describing it verbally. That it really sounds gross. Yeah. I really like the frame with all the roses and stuff on it. I think that's really pretty. Does looking at that oh, picture yeah, kind of nice. make you feel nostalgic for like the first time that when we were going through the series together? A little bit because it's like it's very reminiscent of like the opening of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. It reminded me a lot of the first time like that we saw them do that in the show. Mm-hmm. on the weird beds and i made and, and i and i joked about it and like i was transported to that moment oh yeah definitely oh those beds oh i think we all were we're like wait what really huh so uh sayoji says i get it so this is what she was talking about and then the painting the painting disappears, disappears. And Sayonji says, what the hell just happened, which is a mood, <laughs> I gotta say. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Toga says, most likely, the prince came to save the girl in the painting. We may have simply been conscripted into helping her out with it. And <laughs> it gets really shippy here at the end, where he tries to get Sayonji to grab onto his shoulder. And he's like, don't be like that. He says, no thanks, that's creepy. Yeah, he says, no thanks, that's creepy, but, like, <laughs> uh, the the next page is Togo with his arm around Sayonji's waist and Sayonji with his arm around Togo's shoulder. That, I, that's quite really, a pose. It's it's cute. It looks like they're about like, to kiss. Also, like, I get that she's, you know, she's wanting, she, I mean, I don't see why, like, she could have a further catharsis where, like, because especially with Toga, like, he's not going to be... He's better, but he's not going to be a good person out yeah. there, you know? He could learn, like, oh, maybe I should be better. I mean, he's he's gotten a little bit better. A, you know, they're, they're, the relationship with Sayonji seems better. B, he's not, like, you know, he could have been, like, oh, I didn't get to, the, to sell the revolution for a bunch of money. That fucking sucks. You know, no, it's just like, oh, that means we help save the girl in the painting. That's nice. You know, that's a <laughs> nice thing. Yeah. When he could have, and certainly at certain other points, would have been, like, could have sold that that's bullshit like definitely could have been worse yeah so like there's a there's an improvement there's uh in his you know we have that uh that come where there was a, everybody's got a kind of an arc there but i i feel like she, she did maybe she didn't realize that like you could have just made him have another arc like you didn't have to be like bring him back to square one there yeah i definitely agree could have just be like man maybe i shouldn't you know use women like tampons maybe that would be a good thing i guess (laughs) that's a phrase (laughs) that was definitely a phrase i mean you know you just go through them like yeah he sure does yeah i the toka characterization in this is kind of inconsistent in a weird way but i mean that's sort of how it is with most of these manga yeah, chapters it seems like it's par for the course for them i have yet to read the other ones so the other ones are not as which one's the best one so far um i, I kind of liked this one more as like a plot i i don't know like the the jury shiori one is the only other one that i've read and mm. i just I wasn't a huge fan of certain things about it. It it has the same thing where like the characterization is kind of weird, but there's enough about the art that I really like that I am conflicted as to whether or not I actually like or dislike it. Alice, which do you think is better? This one, I, I definitely like this one better than the yeah? jury one. 
Because the difference was that, like, I don't know, in, in my opinion at least, the jury one was, I loved looking at, but the story had unfortunate implications and felt like it did a disservice to jury's entire arc. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, while I was not happy about Toga's weird reaction to the artist, <laughs> like, literally if you take out that one page, the rest of the manga is actually pretty decent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like there's, and like most of the stuff other than that is just like kind of just weird bits that, you know, isn't unusual in this show or this continuity or whatever. Saito's ideas of these characters is unusual, which I think is interesting, but sometimes I don't really agree with the outcome. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm just, yeah, like I said, I'm just so curious what she wanted to do to begin with and i feel like a little bit of that did that frustration and like yes i finally get to do it i feel like that came i I definitely get that impression as well so uh ultimately how do you feel that this lands in its characterization of toga (sighs) i mean not amazing like it, it 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 gets part of him but i don't think like it it just yeah it's sending everybody back to square one yeah really it's a real hard pill to swallow the idea that everything in the utina manga would have happened and then this is still the state that most of these characters are in it just i don't know well especially like it's not even just that like not even just that like oh but this isn't their characterization which is its own issue but like also that therefore the ending for which like Utna herself and like all all these things that have been sacrificed ki- like it kind of means it was for nothing cuz that was the revolution yeah was that people learned to be better yeah in their own way and like move past their shit yeah at least a little bit and if they didn't then that kind of means the revolution didn't happen. And that's really, that's why, like, if it were just a characterization issue, I'd be like, oh, that's annoying, but whatever. But because the characterization is intimately tied with the ending of of the series, it's, it's, it's really hard to take. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, do we have any other thoughts about this? Art pretty. Art, definitely pretty. Art is definitely, (laughs) definitely pretty. It is, I I feel like Saito maybe is one of those artists that would work better with someone else taking control of the plot, but that's more of a, like, I know it's not unheard of in manga, but a lot of manga is, like, uh, artists written and drawn, Whereas it's more of a Western convention to have, like, an artist and writer paired onto like a project. I feel like both and Ikuhara work better with an editor. Absolutely. They be- they definitely yeah. both need somebody to kind of rein them in. Yeah, they really both do. To be like, uh, They work no. better like, within they, they some constraints. Somebody. Maybe not the traditional shoujo editor. No, not- That's not gonna be- That's crap. No. But, like, somebody- An editor- A good- editor who wanted to see who wanted to bring out the best of it and wasn't concerned with like 
oh no, this can't be in a manga for little girls. Like, you know, that's not, that doesn't care about censorship. That cares more about doing a good story. Yeah, because these were published in a, what is the word? Senen? Yeah, I was kind of, I was like, who went, how were these published? I don't they were know. they were published in a magazine. I don't remember what it's called. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, because definitely <laughs> you could not get away with this in a regular shonen manga. Maybe a uh, what's that word for like older women? Is it seinen? I think it's yeah. That's it is like seinen. older male. I don't know how it's pronounced, oh, but I, it? I I see it in it's my older head. male. Oh, oh maybe? I thought it was just older. Seinen's older male. Um, well, there's an equivalent word, I believe. Yeah, that's what I was like. That's what I was like. Wait. Uh, I just don't know yeah, words. Yeah, that's, that's young adult men. I, the the Which, problem is that just that I don't know words. I'm trying to. Jose is young adult. That's it, women. Jose. This was. Oh, this yeah, was yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. thought it would we, be. And we've talked about this be before. I just. I have dumb bitch disease. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this was published in a, uh, a Jose magazine as opposed to oh, okay. a, sh- like, shoujo magazine, which is why it's a little racier. Yeah. Yeah, by, like, a lot. And I feel like the original Utsuno would also have benefited from being in a Jose as opposed to shoujo, but oh, what are yeah. you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of a tragedy. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, if that is really all we have to say, which, I mean, we've pretty thoroughly talked about it, we can kind of wrap up here. Do we have any closing thoughts? Um. Uh, That sure was a thing. (laughs) Alice? It's pretty decent. I liked this one, actually, for the most part. Chio Saito said Tosai writes. Like, it's not bad, but I, it's not good either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I would say that this is good, but I also don't know that I would say that it's bad either. It's just sort of weird. Yeah. Weird like, There, there the are good word. bits and bad bits. I would still recommend a fan of Utena to read this. Especially the first one. Yeah. Again, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would I would recommend them conditionally, probably, depending on who I was recommending it to. But, like, for, yeah. like, a diehard fan, I would say they're at least worth looking at. Yeah. It's at least to discuss and, you know, commiserate over the certain parts, but... If you're not gonna read these, at least just read the original manga, because the original manga, for all its faults, is worth reading 110%, in my opinion. Like, it's not as good as the series, depending on your definition of good, but the manga is interesting, and I think not reading it is something that a lot of people do and thus miss out on an interesting facet of the series it is um and i one of the things i really appreciate the most about the original manga is kind of the weird ass world building yeah that's what i like about it the weirdest shit and i love it like all the goddess stuff yeah like i kind of want to go back and reread that last one because i remember very little of it but being like wait what the The fourth volume of the manga is solid it really is it's wild but wild wild in a good way yeah yeah it is and i also uh recommend the movie manga because i like the ending of the movie manga a lot yeah i recommend the movie manga as well all right if you would like to follow us on twitter you can do that at usnacast if you'd like to follow me on twitter you can do that at impandanata alice where can people find you on the internet they can find me on twitter at liarwolf which is l-y-r-e-w-u-l-f 
And Janae, if people would like to find you on the internet and you so wish to be found, where could people find you or things that you do? I don't know uh, how much, I, I don't know if you uh, do much content production on the actual Not internet, really. which is fine if you don't, because I mean, there's an overabundance. Like fan fiction, fan fiction yeah. counts. Oh. If you would like to plug your oh, yeah. fan fiction, feel free. Uh, my fan fiction name is Frau underscore Ava. <laughs> Controversial name. <laughs> A little. Hey, I like Demion. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I actually haven't read. I enjoyed Demion. Demion. I, although to be fair, I read it like whenever I was an Utada fan in like high school. So who knows? Maybe I might not enjoy it as much. But you know, it it definitely had a lot of bits from Utena that I liked. It was like, whoa, man, whoa. I've never read it, but I think Sen wants to do it for this show. And I said that if we do it, I am not reading it. And Sen and Alice can tell me what Damien is about. It, man, I really, I mean, obviously, uh, I've used this, this moniker since in high school, but I really like I like Frau Ava, the character in it. I don't even know if she has much of a character. If we end up doing Demian and you would like to come on the episode, you're more than welcome. I would be willing to do that. I just maybe should refresh on Not a bad a idea. Because <laughs> it's probably been like 10 years. If you would like to support this show, we are a Patreon-supported podcast, and you can find that information pretty much anywhere you can find us on the internet. We love our patrons. You help support me keep this show going because- managing a weekly podcast is more work than you would think it is it's not it's not that difficult but it's also not as easy as you might think it's not easy if you would like to get in contact with us you can do that at our twitter or uh our tumblr which is imaginemeandutena.tumblr.com i don't really use tumblr very much anymore but if you send me a message i will see it uh or you can send us an email at imagine me and utina at gmail.com and that's all of our things i think and if it's not i don't care it's getting late i'm sleepy and we talked about this manga and it's depleted my brain energy so uh thank you everyone for joining me and uh revolutionize the world everybody see you later